It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, along with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, last year, the Georgia State Legislature created a new position here at DECAL designed to help support social and emotional health in a child's critical early years of life. Despite the budget challenges caused by COVID-19, the legislature approved an infant and early childhood mental health director for Georgia. And Commissioner, today we get to learn more about her and these efforts. We do, and we're very excited um, that this position that was created um, was created and housed at DECAL. And so um, I know everyone will enjoy hearing from our new director, Laura Lucas. Very exciting. This is also the first week of the 2021 Georgia General Assembly. And so it's timely to uh, be talking about uh, a very important outcome from last year's legislative session. Joining us to talk about infant and early childhood mental health is Laura Lucas, the new director of infant and early childhood mental health here at DECAL, and Dallas Raybig, who holds a similar position as Laura in the state of Alabama, right next door, the state coordinator for infant and early childhood mental health. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. Let's start, uh, Commissioner, by talking about the importance of this study committee and uh, what has resulted in a new position here at DECAL. Why did the study committee choose to focus on infant and toddler social emotional health? Well, you know, we were really excited when we saw that the legislation was introduced to create the study committee um, by Chairwoman Dempsey. She has been um, a huge advocate for all issues involving all ages of children, especially very young children. And in Georgia and across the nation, we've been focused on the importance of quality early learning for well over a decade and trying to spread the news about the importance of that, around that, especially as it relates to brain development and setting that strong foundation for future success. In our state, we've also been talking about mental health and mental health services, especially for adolescents. Um, and I think it just kind of trickled on down to, we've really got to focus on infants and toddlers and what it means to build those strong social and emotional skills and what it means when those young children need services around mental health. And so this study committee really explored all of that here had really great discussion. A lot of experts come in and inform uh, the committee members about what we were talking about when we talk about mental health and social emotional health for infants and toddlers. And really, they came up with some great recommendations, of course, one being the creation of um, the statewide coordinator being Laura Lucas. So we feel really honored um, that that position is going to be housed at DECAL. And I'll have to say, I think it's based on the previous work that we've done with our inclusion and behavior support specialist at DECAL. We're talking about uh, State Representative Katie Dempsey, who is a big proponent for early uh, care and learning in Georgia uh, throughout the years. A big, um, uh, I think, you know, very involved in a lot of different activities around Georgia. Had this ever come up before? Have we ever discussed a position like this before? No, this really came out uh, specifically of that study committee. You know, we we talked a lot about um, the need to do something to bring more. Um, more focus on this area um, because we feel like, you know, the earlier you can start with services and even early intervention services, um, the fewer services a child's going to need later on in life and onto adulthood. So the earlier you can start, the better. Making that investment right up front. 
rather than down the road. So that that's great. Well, we want to thank uh, State Representative Dempsey, along with the other members of her committee, Representative Wes Cantrell, Representative Pam Dickerson, Representative Robert Dickey, and Representative Mary Margaret Oliver, all big proponents of early care and learning uh, here in the state of Georgia, but particularly out of this committee. And as we mentioned in the introduction, we were talking about a very challenging budget year last year when you look at just the onset of COVID-19 and all of the impact that it had. So we're very, very appreciative. Yeah, absolutely. Clearly, um, this is a priority for our state. Uh, You're right. We were going through 10% budget reductions Um, But the legislature found it um, to be a priority and was able to provide this funding. So definitely a priority for our state and uh, a big job uh, for Laura. So welcome to DECAL. We're definitely happy to have you as part of our team. Um, Definitely want to hear, how does it feel to be the first person to hold this very new role that had uh, not a whole lot of description around (laughs) what that meant? You kind of get to create it on your own. And then at the same time, we also received funding for two additional behavior support positions. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, You know, I'm really proud to be the first infant early childhood mental health director at DECAL. And really, I have to tell you, everyone at DECAL, as far as the staff, the other um, state child serving agencies, community partners, have just been so welcoming and supportive of this position and this role. Um, And I really look forward to seeing how um, my role can strengthen the system to better promote and sustain social and emotional health of our youngest children in Georgia. Um, And I think along with that, having two additional behavioral support positions in our inclusion and behavioral support team at DECAL um, to really expand the great work that they're doing um, in the area of social emotional health really um, gets us started with that process. Absolutely. Uh, Tell us just a little bit about your background before uh, coming to DECAL. Sure. Um, I graduated from the University of Alabama with a master's in human development and family studies. All right, Um, go ahead. Give give them a shout out. I I wanted to say, okay, roll tide, national champ, roll tide. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I started my career working as a multi-systemic child and family therapist, uh, really working in the homes with children and their families um, who were experiencing serious mental and behavioral health issues and really trying to maintain those children in a community setting. Um, trying to divert them from having to go to a residential setting or kids who were in a residential setting, having them uh, be successful in their community at home, living at home. Um, But then later I moved to Atlanta and I was lucky enough to um, start working with the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities. Um, And I was able to work Uh, really be over several different projects for them, Uh, one of which was the Child and Adolescent State Infrastructure Grant, which I was uh, project director for, and then also CHIPRA, Children's Health Insurance Program Reauthorization Act. And really both of those projects um, were focused on building a better system of care to serve children's mental and behavioral health needs in Georgia. Um, I also served as the Young Child Wellness Partner, working closely um, with our partners at Georgia Department of Public Health um, on Project Launch, which is linking actions for unmet needs in children's health. Um, And that project was really to promote overall health and wellness for children ages zero to eight in the Muskogee County area, sort of a pilot project. Um, And then I was able to... uh, work with DeKalb County as their MECHIF, Maternal Infant Early Childhood Home Visiting Administrator, 
uh, for 10 years. So I was over home visiting programs, um, which are wonderful in our community. Um, so it's really, my experience is sort of a nice balance um, from sort of the clinical and business side of children's behavioral health. So I'm happy to bring that experience to DECAL. Rich background in the, uh, in the area. So we're very happy to have you with us, Laura. Tell us, what are we talking about when we use the term infant and early childhood mental health? We kind of touched on it, but kind of define that in the real world uh, for us, particularly here uh, at our agency. Yeah, thank you. Um, sort of the formal definition of early and childhood mental health is a young child's capacity to experience, regulate, and express emotions form close and secure relationships and explore the environment and learn. So really when we unpack that, what we're talking about is that we want children to be able to feel a full range of emotions and express those emotions in a healthy way, really building coping skills to manage tough emotions like anger and sadness instead of internalizing those feelings or expressing them through negative or aggressive behaviors. And of course, everything builds on the foundation of trust and feeling loved and secure, which is really the first steps into feeling comfortable so that you can explore and learn in your environment. But I also really want to emphasize the word health. We all have mental health, uh, just like we all have physical and nutritional health. And we all need to take care of our mental health by learning to express emotions, um, just as you would to exercise to take care of your body. So when issues are identified, we really need to feel comfortable in reaching out and asking for support for those issues. So talk about a little bit uh, the key players that support a young child's social emotional health. Who are they? Uh, well, really primary caregivers, um, like of course parents, um, are probably the number one key player, but I think it also includes our early learning teachers. They spend a lot of time with um, our young children and can be very big influencers um, in their lives. Um, and then I think it expands to a bigger system of early intervention providers like home visitors, our inclusion and behavior support specialists, early intervention specialists. Um, and then even a bigger system of our child state serving agencies, our community providers, um, really everyone should come together to provide education, resources, services, and supports to assist the child in meeting his or her full potential. And really my goal with this position is to strengthen that system um, by really supporting the better connections and easier access for services for children and families and those child care providers. You know, I want to bring uh, Dallas in on the conversation uh, here. The committee, uh, the state committee here in Georgia, heard from a host of experts who all pointed to the importance of those early years and how they affect a child's future abilities. And Dallas, I think, actually, you were one of those uh, uh, experts that spoke to the committee. Is that right? Uh, yes, you are correct. I came in at the very tail end of everything. So I like to think that we put a nice bow on the package for the committee um, and really reinforced uh, everything that all of the other experts had already uh, come and, and expressed to the committee. Let me kind of flip the um, scenario here. We're talking about the committee and its work what did you think of, you know, State Representative Dempsey and the others and their interest in this area? Were the, were the questions, you know, did they resonate with you? Kind of, what was your feel? Well, I was very impressed 
um, that there was an established study committee on infant and toddler social and emotional health. Uh, we have not done that in Alabama yet. We just kind of, I guess, bullnosed our way through and um, started creating things. And the the idea that the legislature would be behind us kind of came at a second thought for us. But then again, we were still moving on the momentum from Project Launch, just as Laura has already talked about. Um, but we were very impressed. Our le The legislative liaison, Ada Catherine Van Wahi at the time, she, she was like, oh my goodness, their legislative body has a study committee? Well, let's look at it. I mean, we researched everybody. We, we read everyone's bios. We wanted to know about everyone on this committee. And just, you know, to say the least, we were very impressed. Well, Dallas, just to make you feel better, it doesn't always start like this uh, in Georgia <laughs> with a study committee. Sometimes uh, as, as uh, agency heads and agency leadership come up with a, what we need to do next, and then we get the legislator on board. It just depends. It all works out in the end. Though. <laughs> so, um, but Dallas, your position is very similar to Laura's, just in the state of Alabama. Um, what, why do you see there's a need for a state coordinator of, of this type of um, infant toddler, early childhood, mental health. It's a, it's a long name. We may have to shorten that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, it is a mouthful for certain. Well, I think that someone who is knowledgeable in the field, uh, really, we all need that someone to coordinate efforts so that everybody is messaging in the same way, very consistently. Um, so that that person can identify the gaps in the system. Um, you know, and of course, Laura's not going to work all alone. She's not the Lone Ranger. She has a team, but we need someone, a guiding force to ensure that we are doing things very methodical because we need to collect data. We need to really understand where our system is and where it needs to be. And that coordinator, that director is that person. It's that person that can see the big picture and then can break things down to smaller pictures to get things done. And Dallas, in this role, and I know, uh, how long have you been uh, in the role? Um, I want to say we're at the four-year mark now. Okay. And that's still relatively early when you're starting a, a new effort like this, but how do you feel about it? And, and what have you been able to accomplish uh, for Alabama so far? What we've done is in the last four years, since the creation of my position, we now have a leadership team and we have an office of infant and early childhood special programs, which is housed at the Alabama department of mental health. And Jane Dewar is our director and then we have a project coordinator, a reflective supervision coordinator, which is new, brand new, and then myself. And we are also part of the policy convening team through zero to three. And so we now share a lot of the responsibilities that I was carrying by myself in the very beginning. Um, and that, but that just tells you how the work has grown to need a strong leadership team. And each person is housed uh, in a different agency. So they're housed within uh, one of the partner agencies. So we maintain those relationships. 
And my position is actually shared between Department of Mental Health and the Alabama Department of Early Childhood Education. And we did that strategically and intentionally so that we do maintain those connections and relationships. But we have, um, we've grown into our own office of, um, we have been able to, uh, we have gotten legislative funding to start the office of, um, And so it's funny because I was listening to you, Amy, and, you know, when I said that our legislative piece came like almost as an afterthought, one of our representatives got wind that this project launch thing was happening in one of his counties and he wanted to know more about it. And we were shutting everything down then and we weren't sure how we were going to be able to transition Um, that pilot to other areas of the state and we were looking for other funding and so we went and spoke to we 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 quickly wrote a white paper gave it to him with the little bit of data we had from project launch and he really he came back and he said how much money do you need to start off and we're like uh we should have asked for more but (laughs) hey what we we got what we asked for and um, but because of COVID, you know, right now we're at level funding and that's okay because that gives us time to really strengthen all of the programs that we've been able to, to get started or to expand here. But Reg, we also, we've also leveraged other opportunities and this is the key. Um, this is why the relationships with other state agencies is key because of myself, my position being housed with the Department of Early Childhood Education, I have access to the PDGB5 grant, which is the Preschool Development Grant Birth to Five. And so we were able to, I was able to help write a very strong mental health component to that. And in return, I get a pot of money and I get to share that with our partners across the state. And so um, that's kind of you know, that I can't say that we've been able to expand these projects without giving credit to the funding sources that have helped us to do that, because otherwise, you know, I don't know how we would have done it. Um, and it would have been a much slower growth process. So we, we've been able to expand mental health consultation into early intervention pilots. We are beginning a new pilot in the northern part of the state, working with pregnant women and young and their, and their young children in substance use treatment, outpatient substance use treatment, where that consultant will work with the staff and the parents. Um, and we have expanded mental health consultation into all regions or all counties. Um, it's accessible to all uh, first class pre-K classrooms, um, which is our state funded pre-K program. And let's see. So yeah, so we, oh yeah. And then we have through one of our other partnering agencies. um, So funded through the uh, child care development block grant, um, we have mental health consultants that serve licensed early care centers. So we've Again, we've been able to leverage those relationships to leverage that funding in order to um, get a, a lot of this expanded 
And really, again, that comes back to if you don't have a central person that knows everything that's going on, then you, you end up duplicating things or, you know, you, you don't know where your gaps are, where you need additional services. And, and that we were able to identify that, wow, we're doing really great with mental health consultation. But what about these families that need direct services birth to five? We, we just don't have anything. And, and, you know, through landscape surveys, we were able to identify where in the state those gaps were and then identify with providers, hey, what is it you would, what type of training is it that you would like to have? What do you think you need? And through PDGB5, we were able to establish child parent psychotherapy training. And so that will go on through the duration of that grant. And the goal is to have a trained CPP provider for all 67 counties. So we've done a lot. There's a, there's a lot going on. Um, and there, and it, there is a lot to building or expanding this type of system of care and how to infuse it into the overall system of, of care for health and well-being. Yeah, that's all great. And uh, a lot of it sounds familiar. And I have to um, agree with you, the relationships um, are definitely the key. And luckily, <laughs> Laura has many of those and our agency has built many of those over the years. So I feel like um, we're on the right track. And even though we think funding is a bad word, you're right, we've got to we've got to have funding to do all this. And we never ask for enough, but we're happy with what we get. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Laura, wanna, obviously you started with us during a pandemic and um, what a hard time for anyone to start a new job at, you know, a new organization or agency. Um, but specifically, what challenges are you finding as you begin this new role with a very new program during a pandemic? Um, and how are you able to build on the work of our inclusion and behavior support unit at DECAP? Um, well, I think, you know, I've met a lot of people over computer screens. Um, I have not like seen an office or anything like that. So it's been a little different. It's been a little, little strange, but, um, I'll just say, uh, just like you both mentioned, relationships are key in this position. And, um, everyone has been so great with meeting with me, um, from the decal staff. And, uh, you really mentioned, um, the inclusion and behavioral support, um, program and they have been especially welcoming and spending a lot of time and effort um, around sort of teaching me about what decal does already to build social emotional uh, develop and uh, development and healthy wellness um, in uh, the child care setting, um, which I was not aware of. So um, I was very excited to learn about that program and have spent a lot of time uh, with those folks and, and been very impressed. So I'm, I'm happy to sort of build on and strengthen what they're already doing. And then um, again, as you've both mentioned, sort of make those connections and form those relationships that we need from other uh, state child serving agencies and other community agencies um, to strengthen our system, identify the gaps in our system and just make it easier, you know, um, to identify if a child has a problem and then know where to go to get help for that issue. Laura, how can uh, people contact you for more information on the work that's being done now here in Georgia? Uh, probably email is the best way, um, being in our pandemic world. Um, so, of course, my email is uh, laura.lucas at decal.ga.gov. 
www.dallasandkaysmedia.gov. And Dallas, in case uh, folks listening want to know more about Alabama, uh, where can they contact you? Um, I can be reached at dallas.rebig at ece.alabama.gov. So Great. my email address is as long as my title. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we talked about that title. We're going to have to work on these uh, on, on this terminology here. I think they've given us uh, a great start, and now we need to just sort of fine-tune this. Well, uh, this has been great, and uh, I, I do. I almost feel like we need to have you guys back uh, at some point to talk about the more fundamental things that we can be doing as early uh, providers, not just childcare providers, but uh, parents. Uh, and extended family in in this important area. But thank you for sharing uh, with us today. Commissioner, uh, the legislature returned this week for the 2021 legislative session. And since here we are talking about a success from last year, I just wonder, are there any decal priorities this session for early childhood uh, care and learning? You know, we do not have a legislative package uh, this year, so we didn't have any agency legislation that was necessary for this year. We knew it was during, you know, a pandemic and COVID and the governor and the legislature are hopefully going to focus on getting the budget um, agreed upon and signed and um, a, a few other small priorities, but um, we did not introduce a package for that reason. Of course, we'll be watching the budget really closely. Uh, we weren't required to submit any reductions, um, which is good. But of course, we'll be watching that very closely to make sure all of our funding stays intact so we can continue to do um, the good work of increasing access to high quality early learning in Georgia. All right. Very good. Well, we'll keep you posted, of course, here on Decal Download with any developments that come out of the 2021 legislative session. But Laura, listen, we're uh, happy that out of the 2020 legislative session, you have arrived. So welcome uh, to DECAL. Dallas, thank you for joining us. And once again, 52 to 24, <laughs> final <laughs> score. I know you guys are proud. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Not a surprise. Roll Tide. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hello, I'm Jasmine Godding and I work in quality innovation and partnerships. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is about feeding kids in Georgia. On the news, I've seen thousands of people in their cars waiting in line at food banks to pick up emergency food. And I know a lot of parents are still unemployed and are struggling to feed their children. What is DECAL doing to help make sure these kids in Georgia are getting the nutrition they need? Uh, well, Jasmine, that is a great question. And you're right. Uh, COVID has definitely had a huge impact on um, child food insecurity um, throughout the nation. But um, absolutely in Georgia, there's been some research conducted uh, that shows that childhood food insecurity has increased by 39% in Georgia since 2018. So I'd have to imagine that part of that is because of COVID. Uh, at, at DECAL, we administer two programs um, from the United States Department of Agriculture that help to serve meals to young children, which we're really um, excited for that partnership. One is the CACFP, which uh, helps us reimburse for meals in childcare settings. Um, but uh, one that's really kind of been able, we've been able to use it to step up to the plate during COVID times is our summer food service program. Um, and these obviously it usually operates during the summer when school is out to help provide meals um, to, to school-aged kids. 
um, when school is not in session and they don't have access to that cafeteria. But we've been able to use this program during the pandemic um, when school has been out not for summer and been able to serve. Um, I want to say it's over 38 million meals. That was probably an old number. And so we really depend on these sponsors, nonprofit sponsors throughout the state um, to help us serve these meals. And so we will be hosting uh, a virtual summit February 16th to try to recruit more sponsors to help us serve these meals. We can pay for the meals. We just need some sponsors um, to help us serve more meals so that students um, and children do have access. And so that summit will be on February 16th and eligible organizations will be able to learn more about uh, the summer food program. We ask them to please register and um, learn about the requirements of becoming a sponsoring organization. And if anyone knows of an organization that might be interested in joining the SFSP and especially the summit on February 16th, they can contact uh, Cindy Kicklider or Gabby Garza that uh, both are part of DECAL's nutrition division. You know, it's something that there are a lot of organizations that want to do something in their communities and help through this situation. And this is a a really great opportunity. And our team makes it just about as easy as possible. I mean, there are some, you know, things that you little things that you've got to go through to make sure that it's accountable and and all of that. But it's a very well run program. It really is. And it really serves a a critical need in our state. You know, we always like to say it's not... um, um, we, we've got the money, we've got the meals. We just need some sponsors to help us serve those meals. So anybody that's interested February 16th, it'll be easy to tune in and learn more about that. Yeah. Making it even easier than uh, our in-person meeting, which is always great to see everybody, but uh, join in, get involved. Now that you've listened to Decal Download, this is your opportunity at winning a nice prize in the quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers we received. Email your response as fast as you can because people get excited about this. Decal Download at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. Who is the new director of infant and early childhood mental health here at Decal? Who is the new Director of Infant and Early Childhood Mental Health here at DECAL? Give us the correct answer. We'll give you a chance at winning a nice prize. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to DECAL Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.